It's a two-step process, meaning that the legislature will not only have to vote this time, but will have to vote again on the final plan probably, say, around February of 2016. In other words, right now they don't have a location. Once the location is picked and all the approvals are ready to go and the whole site is ready to go, the legislature would have to vote again to approve it, to make it happen. Uh, There's a lot of complexities in that that we can talk about if you want, but um, a lot of legal uh, precedents and problems with the compacts and uh, Indian gaming. Well, yeah, what are the concerns there? I know there are some concerns about the compact between the state and the two tribes. Right. In other words, uh, part of the key here is that the casino would be built on non-tribal land. Now, as soon as you go onto non-tribal land, it opens it up uh, a lot more than it is now. Connecticut's two casinos now, as your listeners know, are on tribal land. Once you go onto non-tribal land, they're afraid someone else could come forward and say, why can't I build a casino on non-tribal land? Um, They're also worried about making it easier for other tribes to be recognized that are not recognized now. So if that's the case, say two or three or four more tribes get recognized in Connecticut, then you have two or three or four more casinos, which uh, a bunch of the officials don't want. The sort of biggest uh, agenda item for the legislature before the end of the session is the state budget. Uh, $2.7 billion in budget gaps over the next two fiscal years in Connecticut. Uh, Governor Malloy has proposed many cuts, and that upset um, advocates of a variety of programs that get state funding in Connecticut. Democrats' plans would raise taxes and spend more, which Malloy has criticized. Um, where are budget talks at right now? Or is it an impasse at this point? Um, they are working on it behind the scenes. So that's literally going on almost every day. Uh, there are meetings of some uh, level with the uh, budget negotiators, people on a, uh, obviously on a lower level and then rising all the way up to the gubernatorial level. So they're, they're working on it in a uh, plotting fashion, for lack of a better term, uh, supposedly making pro- progress on a regular basis. Do you have any way of knowing how soon a budget will emerge from those negotiations? Uh, right now, I do not know that. Um, they uh, generally have agreements to not say anything while they're in the thick of this, and right now they are in the thick of this. However, um, they did tell us that they want to get it done by June 3rd. So um, when something is a priority there among the top leaders, uh, very often it does get done. Mm-hmm. And as I understand it, Republicans uh, were sort of dismayed that they were not invited to the budget negotiations by Democratic leaders or Governor Malloy. Is there any recourse for the Republicans as the session gets down to the final stretch? Well, the main recourse would be to uh, essentially have filibusters and delay all the other bills. Um, since the session ends on June 3rd at midnight, for example, if you can talk for five hours on one bill, you can generally block, you know, three other bills from coming up because time runs out. So generally, as you get down the end of the session, uh, very often the Republican power actually increases uh, because on each bill they could stand up and ask 35 questions and uh, make a a 10-minute debate turn into a five-hour debate. Do you anticipate that happening in the next week? Are we, are we going to see some of that? Yes, it's already started. It's already started uh, last week uh, on a couple of bills that were relatively innocuous. Uh, there had been some disputes and some problems on on bills that weren't all that completely uh, onerous or contentious. And uh, some of the debates, yeah, went on five or six hours. Okay. Well, Chris Keating, thanks so much for talking to me.
Thank you.